Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your host Wilhelmina and my topics of discussion are coming from my book that I've been writing over the years, Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Riding Your Back. And also there will be episodes presented which aren't a part of this book as the Holy Spirit leads me to speak and coming soon I'm so excited there will be some seasons dedicated to serving our children which is still a work in progress which is from my Bible inspirations for children okay so we are like just about finished with November 2021 And just in case you are a new listener, Happy New Year to you, all my first-time listeners. And I'd like to welcome you to the Life Transformational Self-Help Sessions. I will be starting all of my episodes for 2021 by covering us through prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let thy will be done in every life who are listening in on all platforms of the life transformational self-help publishing as we are quickly approaching the end of this year forgive every one of the sins and pour out your spirit and pour into the lives of our listeners causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will preparing and establishing them to be able to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past father teach every listener your way of thinking that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes and their hopes dreams and promises are through your will and not their own. Change the perceptions of how they have once thought and bring into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because Father, that is where you are in the now. And that is where you are moving. Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus Amen. First, I want to acknowledge that the song that is on is titled, Lord, You Are Good, and it is by Todd Galbraith. And if you are interested in purchasing this or listening to it, you can listen to it on YouTube or um, Amazon Music, or you can go to the J Moss Station. Um, I'm letting you know that I have no rights to this song. So if you're interested in it, that is where you can go and look it up and listen to it or purchase it. Today's episode is titled, it is a part one. Are you who you say you are? Let's see if you are able to define who you are through this checklist about who God says we are. Sometimes we as believers 
are blinded to who we really are because we tend to listen to the voice of our adversary, the devil, who has bamboozled us into thinking we're something we're not. Let's clarify who and what makes us a leader. First and foremost, a leader is one who follows good examples. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. This is found in the first book of Peter, chapter 2, verse 21. He modeled a spitting image of who God is. Ask yourself, does my perception of leadership match up to the modeling of Jesus' character? Second, leaders possess the qualities of the fruits of the Spirit as well as prosperity. Next, when you see Jesus, does your lifestyle reflect the patterns of who he is and you are in to become. Your lifestyle will pattern a lifestyle portrayed by Jesus. And what does this pattern look like for non-believers? For example, Jesus loved all and at all times, even when there were times we weren't deserving of his love. Another example Jesus' character went above and beyond, even when he was in need of rest. When he saw the multitude of 5,000 souls who were longing for more of his teachings and hungered to supply their needs. Genuine leaders are always thinking, caring about, seeing and catering to the needs of their calling. Third, leaders keep their thought process always open and active to the hearing of the voice of God. Meaning that when God places something or an idea on his or her heart, it is put into action, which displays the love of God. In scripture, we are reminded of our responsibilities as true leaders in God's kingdom. Jesus is our prime example of effective leadership. I have showed you all things, how that soul laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Again, ask yourself, where does my heart gravitate when it comes to helping others who are in need. Are you a hard-hearted or compassionate or sensitive believer and or it comes easy for you to have a desire to help? Jesus has already spoken, but are you listening? A listener gives their attention to and does what it is being said and follows, meaning that they act upon it. On the other hand, a hearer only hears what is being said, but doesn't act upon it. Leaders practice what they preach and are doers of what they are called to speak about. 
Jesus's next example. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. If you're having difficulties with being kind to others who are not like you and even your enemies, then it's time for you to examine your motives for wanting to be in leadership or becoming a leader. Unforgiveness in your heart is a sure sign that your maturity for leadership is compromised by feeding your selfish pride. Remember as scripture portrays the picturesque of Jesus communicating with our Heavenly Father on forgiveness of our sins, which we're not deserving of. Jesus is the mediator between God and man and who intercedes on our behalf. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. This is found in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5. Fourth, leaders are positive motivators and encouragers. Every word which proceeds out of his or her mouth is edifying to the body of believers and non-believers. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Therefore, non-believers could identify whose you are through speech and conversation based upon if you are speaking negative or positive. In other words, no matter how much heartache and pain you may be going through, you are always ready to help lift someone else's spirit, even when your mind, body, soul isn't in the mood to do so. Keep in mind that this is not entirely about you and that you have to see the big picture to understand that there is someone else who is worse off than you who may be at a point in time to which they can't find a solution to their problem and who is counting on hearing your words of affirmation, your encouragement, and prayers. Our life is based upon serving one another and not self-serving. Leaders don't speak negatively about their situation. Instead, they pray and have faith, which supersedes any disbeliefs. They help motivate those who are worried, have doubts and uncertainties about their outlook on life expectancies. The point I'm trying to make is that leaders lead by example. Jesus is our prime example to follow. Now, have you taken notes while examining yourself and comparing your thoughts of who and what is a leader modeled after? We have come to the end of our episode and I hope you have enjoyed this message. But before we conclude, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to, to pray with me a prayer of confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny 
a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase in you. I have my being and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. First and foremost, you are now saved because you believe in Jesus. But it is necessary that you be water baptized, which is our symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ. And you must receive the Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our seal of promise from Jesus. It is our ticket to heaven. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. Because this world is not our home. We have a better place that we are going to. Today, if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go, now is the time for you to reflect on what your future will look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God, but an opportunity to receive Him while He's near. Looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is found in Luke 9th chapter verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive the Holy Spirit. Now is your appointed time because you're listening in on this podcast episode. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning, will you serve the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness, which is the world? And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Reflected over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to do something different than what you're used to doing. If things hasn't turned around or turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control it means that it is time for you to remove your hands from holding on to the fence you know that fence of, of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100% if you choose not to do so that's your way of saying that I'm going to keep one foot in the kingdom of light and keep one foot in the kingdom of darkness. And just in case I miss on the opportunity 
to be prospered. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or present, and you have no one to blame for the choices that you have made or you are making now today, but only yourself to blame. Don't be deceived by what the enemy is telling you because this is impossible. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. And just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John chapter 8 verse 44. So you can't serve God and man. Meaning you can't serve the kingdom of light and then serve the kingdom of darkness, the world, the world's way. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This is found in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into your sins. Begin the pattern again. And you have to think about the scripture that speaks about um, when you backslide, you get like, you already had the demons you was dealing with, but you get seven more comes along with that. And the longer that you stay out in the kingdom of darkness, the harder it becomes for you to come back to God. But it is possible. And so you don't want to turn your back on God because you need God's help. Because if you do turn your back on God, it can become your darkest day. When I say day, the darkest part of your life that you have to go through. And that's the life of uncertainty and it's uncomfortable. And it can cost you your redemption, which was purchased by Jesus in heaven. The true reality to come is, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit will be returned to God, your spirit and your soul. And there will your spirit stand before God, waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life that you lived. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. So is the life that's in here, this that you're doing right now, whatever you think is important, which is in the physical, is not of most importance because it's what is in the spiritual realm that you have to be concerned about. It's things that you can't see. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death. And it is choosing to die, not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
is found in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 23. It's time to break the sin cycle. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. The most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart by receiving a spiritual transplant, meaning to change your mind, your thinking. Your heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave this earth without it. Or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of, of God. This is found in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. So, if you have your mind set on going to heaven, the main ingredients, or let's say, the um the full equation for you to be able to go to heaven is to not only believe and be water baptized but you must Jesus said this you must be holy spirit filled that means you have to be filled with his spirit that that is the gift that he has left the promise that's to help sustain us while we're here on earth and it's also his, his way of connecting with us being seeing um, heaven bound connected so receive your translated plant today and stay connected to your true destiny be prepared to leave and stay erect and being watchful and staying connected to the main source which is God and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4 in other words completing the equation believing in Jesus plus water baptism plus receiving the Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keep us in position for reaching our heaven bound destiny or destination in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the day of redemption, purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it does take all of this to, to actually um, wake up smiling, having great joy, living a life of freedom. 
Yes, it does take 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit housed in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home and it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept, your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living a Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. You are not God's if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't belong to, belong to the kingdom unless you have that Holy Spirit within you, residing within you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil. The Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you can experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, it's life without limits. Now that you have some clarity or understanding about how the Holy Spirit operates and is connection with us. This is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and The Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song titled Cycles by Jonathan Reynolds to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of sin. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is Direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcast, Pocket Podcast, Overcast, or Google Podcast, and have them download and register to listen. If you are, they would like to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite or follow or subscribe buttons, which is located either at the top right corner of the app or the bottom left corner you will receive notifications of new published episodes thank you this concludes our episode for today thank you for listening your host Wilhelmina have a blessed prosperous and productive day